Hello creatives, my name is Matias, known as that Matias Kid on Instagram, or just TMK for short. I want to welcome everyone to Dreaming in Red by Hearts Cove, where dreaming means dreaming with energy, passion, strength, courage, and most importantly, creativity. We talk with creatives about the sacrifices they have made to reach their own success and look to inspire many others from all around the globe. So as many of you know, today is the day after the Super Bowl at the time of recording this. The Kansas City Chiefs are the Super Bowl champions. And obviously, Hearts Cove is a media publisher based out of Missouri, so another reason to celebrate. Um, and in order to celebrate, we wanted to release two podcast episodes this week instead of just one. So you'll probably be hearing this one on a Thursday or on a Friday, um, as, as well as the one that released on Monday. So um, on top of that, I'm joined today by a good homie of mine who I grew up with here in, in Missouri, Mr. Howard Nunley. Hello. Yo, what's up, Matias? Doing good. How are you? Doing good, bro. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad. I'm excited to have you on here. So if you want to tell us a little bit about kind of where you're at now in life and explain, you know, how you got there, just a brief. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I've been living in Nashville for, oh gosh, coming up on four years. Um, I grew up in, in Joppa, Missouri. Uh, did some work with Matias back in our back in our early days, you know. Back in and, our um, <laughs> That's right. And uh, yeah, we met playing. I was playing drums for this artist, uh, Jay Thrill. Good old Jake, love that guy. And uh, <laughs> Matias was shooting and um, learned so much on that gig. And um, yeah, kind of shortly after high school, moved to Nashville. And I've just been, you know, trying to make it happen and um, playing wherever I can. In the past about seven or eight months, uh, I've been, been with this artist uh, named Ella Langley. Um, she's an incredible, incredible country singer. Um, and we've just been hitting the road and playing some cool shows so that's that's been about it yeah i mean and so for people who don't know howard is a drummer i don't think we've mentioned that before everyone's just oh, like we playing you know let's talk about dude. yeah <laughs> no he's a drummer and um he's not a photographer so this will be the first episode not including a photographer but another sort of creative um and yeah he's he's uh drumming for ella langley like you said for the past seven eight months and uh, I don't know, today I just wanted to talk to him, and like we said earlier, uh, I've kind of like known him for a long time, and getting to work with him back before, you know, I was making anything out of the ordinary, out of the box, creative, when I first kind of was starting. If I remember correctly, I think we graduated in the same year, so that I remember that year that I graduated, I did my first uh, so-called senior model program, and he was also yeah. one of the people that were on my very first ever senior <laughs> model program dude um, yeah those were those photos were awesome yeah and that's crazy because at the time i was like these were so good but like obviously now you know you see yourself you see the things that you've done and you kind of just like can't like can't look at him and take him serious you know compared to the work that you've kind of grown to to be and to do but yeah that's how that's how i've known howard uh i grew up in a town called neosho but oh, not too far away from joplin it was about like 15 20 minutes drive and i kind of got to know him that way working with uh like you said the good old Jake. But yeah, I wanted to talk to Howard today and just kind of break break it down a little bit and have him explain how it's been and him doing music and maybe for any other musicians or people that want to get into the music life. I know there's a few that I've spoke with in the past few weeks. Uh, tell us about how you even picked up wanting to do music or uh, play drums as a whole. Yeah, so, uh, you know, pretty much my whole life I've been, I've been around music because my dad uh, has been in radio, he, you know, he's been a programmer, DJ, uh, since I was born. 
So it's just kind of innate. I was always around it. And um, I remember this one day when I was when I was probably like six or seven, uh, we went to this church and I saw the band up there and I'm like, dang, those are the coolest guys ever. Like, I want to do that. I want to I want to play guitar. And uh, so that was kind of my thing. Like, I wanted to play guitar. But for some reason, I just noticed like I'd be tapping on stuff all the time. So when I was like eight, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna ask for a drum set for Christmas. And my parents gave in for some reason, and for like 10 years, they put up with me playing loud drums in the house and stuff. <laughs> um, and I just like, I just fell in love with it um, and started uh, playing at church when I was a kid. And that's really where I learned most of what I know is, you know, playing with other, other musicians from right. a young age. That kind of taught me more than lessons ever did. Um, and then I started playing... Uh, when I was in middle school with an artist, uh, Grant Landis, who's still uh, like my best friend. Um, and we did so much together over the years, and we kind of moved to Nashville around the same time um, and did some stuff here as well. And then, um, yeah, played with J-Thrill when I was in high school, um, you know, just doing the gig thing. That was an awesome time. Then I graduated high school. And kind of had no idea what I was going to do with my life. And I feel like uh, God opened up some cool doors um, for me be, for me to be able to move to Nashville. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just decided, like, I feel like drums actually could be, like, a viable career. Right. Um, and so I kind of just took the leap and, and wanted to see what would happen. So yeah. why why would you say like why Nashville? Is was there a specific reason or is it just because your best friend was there or was there something about Nashville that you wanted to try out? Yeah, so Nashville actually was the like literally the last place I would say I wanted to go. Um because I you know, I really wanted to I, I before I'd made decisions that were kind of for other people, you know, and I really wanted to make a decision for my future that was like about me. Mm -hmm. Um, and something I wanted to do and I'm like, Nashville, nah, I'm not doing that, you know? Yeah. Um, but I went, went to visit Grant one time and, uh, uh, played, played a couple shows with him and I met people here and they'd be like, Oh, Howard, you got to move to Nashville. Like you'd love it. We can get you some gigs and stuff. And I'm like, nah, 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 nah. And, uh, eventually, um, this guitarist I knew, he was like, Hey Howard, like for real, uh, my roommate's moving out. So if you like ever did want to move to Nashville, like I got a place for you to live. Super cool house, like rent's pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. And when he said that, for some reason in my mind, it just became more real. Like, oh, wait, I could like actually go try to make like playing drums like happen, you know. And right. um, yeah, Nashville, it became a place where I already had some connections. Um you know, so it'd be a bit easier for me to uh, try to go and make it happen versus like L.A. I know like literally nobody. Right. Um, yeah. So it was really just I developed some some relationships here and that helped me to kind of plant my feet. Right. And I think even in the last two episodes, uh, I'll go back to this because I've I want to emphasize how important it is, again, to build relationships to kind of go out and meet new people in order to make connections because here we go we have another example um very good example of how important it is to if you're in the creative field 
to have connections and to make relationships with people that you know maybe are in different places or online and that way you kind of have options and uh different things to go to if if you so one day decide to maybe move somewhere or look for opportunities somewhere else um howard is another prime example of that we've been we've been preaching that in the past two episodes kind of to the listeners to go out and kind of make connections and not be afraid to meet new people because uh like you're hearing like you're hearing howard say again like it's a another big thing to be able to go to a place like that and have somebody that you met or that you connected with you know provide an opportunity like that and say well if you ever want to stay like i got a place here that you're welcome to stay at you know and that that kind of helps you with not even just um the moving process but creatively it'll provide different opportunities knowing different people from other places and uh, again, I just wanted to quickly reiterate that it's very, very important for any creatives in any sort of creative field to branch out of their comfort zone and maybe meet new people at whatever show they're shooting or wherever they are and, and kind of get to know different faces and even if they're not from your own town. So very important. What do you think um, as far as creative inspiration kind of like inspired you to um, once arriving to Nashville to like I don't know, keep pursuing that music? Did you know you wanted to keep pursuing music like after you graduated high school or were you just kind of moving there and kind of seeing what was what was opening up, what was happening? You know, my, my original career plan was actually to be a, a mixing engineer because I didn't think that drum, like playing drums could be a viable career option. It kind of just seemed like a little bit of a dream world fantasy thing. Mm-hmm. Um but then once I started to visit here, I, I started to see other musicians um, that were doing what I had dreamed of as a kid, you know, and I'm like, oh, whoa, this is like a possibility. And then I started playing with people, you know, that um, on gigs that also played with artists that I know of. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, whoa, I'm kind of getting immersed in this world that I, I never thought was uh, kind of possible. So I would say kind of the thing that kept me going is is knowing that um like I'm such a small part of like what goes on here in Nashville the music industry right. or whatever that like there's so many possibilities and so many different things I can do and so much I want to accomplish like I'm you know I've been here for 4 years and I barely scratched the surface yeah of like what the the possibilities are you know so i would say that's been a big a big motivator is just right. like what can i possibly do or achieve and i think still like even now after the time that you've lived there i think in the back of your mind i'm sure that you still like you can see the horizon you can kind of see that the opportunities are there you can kind of see that they're achievable and it's no longer like I feel like you no longer feel like, oh, I don't think I can make anything out of this. I don't think drumming is something that I can pursue. Like, I feel like now it's on the horizon and you're able to see it. And now it's all about, like, the right opportunity, the right time to maybe capture it, to go, you know, to go try to look look to achieve it. Um, and it's a different mindset now, I think, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the past, the past year has been uh, when I've kind of started to see some of this come to fruition. And... Um... And I've started to see like, oh, hey, this is actually, this can be like a full-time job, you know, like, uh, it kind of keep me on my feet, you know? Um, right. And, um, yeah, the, the past seven or eight months I've played like literally the coolest shows of my life. And that's kind of kept me like, 
it's kept me going and be like, wow, this is really what I want to do. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Um, and we'll talk about that for a little bit as well. Um, so you've played for an artist, country artist, Ella Langley. If people listening are big country fans, um, she has been featured in Spotify's new hot country artist to watch for 2023. Um, so she is a fantastic artist. I'm not really a massive country fan, but, um, you really can't take it away when an artist is a good artist. They're a good artist. That's kind of how it is, you know? Um, and Howard here has been on tour and has been playing shows with her, like he mentioned, for the past seven, eight months. So if you, would you like to tell us kind of how that happened, how you met, how that opportunity came about? Yeah, so I'm constantly reminded how small the world is and, uh, and how, like, I'll meet somebody and then years later that little relationship will turn into something else and I'll mm -hmm. meet somebody else from all these little tiny connections, which goes back to what you were talking about with relationships. Like that kind of has to be the most important thing in whatever field you're in, whatever craft. I mean, especially in the creative world, mm -hmm. like relationships are the foundation of everything. And, um, you know, I played, uh, um, with a guitarist one time named, named, uh, Jake Garner, incredible musician uh such a cool guy he plays guitar uh for riley green uh this country artist right. and there's some like there's some crossover in management with riley and ella and so when uh they were looking for a, a drummer for her um jake just threw my name out because he's he's gotten me some gigs before and stuff and um they just like really needed somebody fast so i didn't even audition which mm -hmm. was like kind of funny and um, just went to the rehearsal and it just really clicked. Right. And um, yeah, it kind of went from there. So yeah, I, I, I just got that from, from a friendship I had with somebody. Interesting. And exactly another, like we mentioned prior, like having those connections, having, you know, meeting people, making relationships with different creatives around you, like provide you opportunities like this. Um, by the way, if people don't know or haven't seen Howard either live at a show or been able to hear hear him do his thing, um, I was fortunate enough to, like you said, we kind of did little shows and I was taking photos for Jake while he was the drummer. Um, so I've been fortunate enough to actually see him do his thing live and in rehearsals and in practice and shooting music videos and every, everything pretty much. So I've kind of been around and, and known Howard for a while and known what he does. Uh, Howard is a very talented, very, very talented drummer. So on, on top of him having the right connections and making the right friendships, like he's got the talent to back it up. He's very, very talented. So if you haven't yet, make sure you guys go check him out and we'll plug his socials at the end of this, at the end of this podcast episode. But just wanted to quickly throw that out there. He's a very talented dude. Howard, what do you think is one of the things that, you know, and, and we don't really do this too often. So I'm asking because I kind of want to hear it from you. We don't really get to compliment ourselves or like really spend much time in our lives to kind of like toot our own horn. But what do you think is one of the things that you're, you would say that you're best at or that you is one of your best traits? Ooh. Oh, man. This or that maybe worst, people know you as. Worst fear. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, okay. That's a good question. I, I guess I would say musically. Um, I would say my biggest strength is. Uh, timing because mm -hmm. especially with like music today it's really important to be able to play uh with a click 
or like like a metronome. Right. It's kind of what like a you know the band is always on. So yeah, yeah. I, I would say that's my biggest strength is like keeping time because as a drummer you're kind of you're like the uh, like the train conductor, you know, in a sense. Like if you're not on, nobody else is really gonna be able no, to yeah. stay on. It's gonna throw everything off. Um, so yeah, I would say like as a musician, that's my biggest um, gotcha. my biggest plus. And then what I've found has worked for me, like personally, is just like staying positive. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like when, you know, if you're on the road or, or whatever, setting up for shows and things, things go wrong. Cause in- inevitably stuff will always go wrong. Um, whether that's with sound or uh, literally anything. Um, if I found that like, if, if I'm just positive, you know, about whatever situation it is and can maybe make light of it, um, yeah, or just generally have some hope. Mm-hmm. That goes a long way because if you are, if you're getting really easily upset about things, that can kind of tank everybody else's attitude. So just have having a positive demeanor can go a long way and keeping everybody else, um, kind of at peace. Right, and especially in a environment like you are in, where it's not just you, um, whereas photographers or content creators most of the time and i'm not i don't say all the time but most of the time it's you and the model doing doing something creative or doing a shoot or you and the artist doing a uh doing concert photos but in an environment like yours where there is i don't know how many people around you whether it be crew people setting up your you know your fellow band um seeing somebody that like maybe has a has been having a rough day or is you know down on down for the day um and then it kind of, like you said, it does kind of like rub off even, even without it wanting to, like, I feel like people just naturally have that where they see somebody's like not really in it. And it kind of like, it just, you know, kind of shows and it kind of rubs off on everyone else in, in the group. And so I like, yeah, that's a very, very um good advice because I think, especially if you're looking at something that is more group based and you're around more people that in order to make your job or your task come to fruition it's very important to be able to see the positives and the, and the the good things instead of the bad things or even if there is bad things to kind of just like pick pick and choose the good things and you know worry about the bad things later on maybe when when you have more time to sit and reflect you know right yeah exactly uh what what do you think um as far as touring and being able to put on different shows in different places in the u.s has been maybe an experience that you haven't had an experience before and you were like wow this is so cool like any like certain situation any certain time that you want to tell us about or um anything that you just kind of like stopped and were like dude i'm actually doing this right now like it's it's sick Ooh, yeah okay i definitely i definitely have some have some moments there um Okay, so, I mean, you know, being out with Ella, this is my first kind of touring gig mm-hmm. I've had since I've been here. So I'm learning so much. And, uh, you know, a couple guys in our camp are, like, really, are pretty, like, veteran musicians and have have done a whole lot of touring. So I've been able to learn a lot from them. And, you know, moments I've had that are, 
like, oh gosh, this is like, this is real. Are um, we we played uh, we played a few like arenas. Nice. And kind of once you're like in the room and you're playing, I'm like playing my kit like before everybody gets there, and it's just you can hear like how big the echo is. Yeah. It's just like oh. Like this is a lot of responsibility, <laughs> and um, yeah, it's it's like moments like that where I'll be in a room, or then, you know, see how watch how people in the room are responding to like what we're playing, um, like if they're rocking out or like have a smile on their face, it's like it's super, super re- rewarding, hmm. you know, um, yeah. It must be cool to know that like. So many people are in one room for the same person, watch the same people, and like you, you are part of making that that person's night. Like you know, they go there to have a good time, to see an artist that you know they're big fans of, and you know you're part of that group, you're part of that musician um, team, and it must feel nice to like know that like all those people that are there and attending in order to have a good night, like you're able to. Contrib- contribute to make make them feel a little bit better for the night or to you know help them have a good show like you're part of that and, and i think you know i just think that must feel like super insane yeah i mean real i'm dude i feel like the, the theme of the day is like human connection and relationships because mm-hmm. then you know then when you get into that you have like m- me as a as a musician like my relationship with people in the audience right, right? It's like it, it's kind of this um, shared experience of like I'm giving them something, right? They're also giving me something. Exactly. Um, you know, and then you know the the relationship on stage with musicians, and then the relationship like that the musicians have with the whoever's doing front of house, like running sound. Right. You know, it's like it's it's all very communal. Um, it's like everybody. Nobody's just receiving anything. Right. Everybody's giving, you know. It's, you know, it's kind of like, and that must be an even better feeling because on top of what I said, now it's like you're also, you're not just providing for the audience, but you're also like the audience providing for you. And it's kind of like a back and forth thing where, you know, once that happens, it's it's just an insane, crazy feeling because it's it's like what what else do you want to get out of that other than like joy from what you're doing and then joy from seeing people enjoy what you're doing, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I'm going to kind of like talk about one time that I met somebody and this is again to kind of emphasize and and focus more on making human connections and making right relationships. Um, I got to shoot for one of my favorite artists recently uh, at the end of last year. I'm not sure if you know, his name is Role Model, and he is an insane, incredible f- performer. Um, and I had always been listening to his to his music before, and getting to shoot for him was just insane to me. And I could, sometimes I just like can't believe that I'm like right there, like inches away from people that I listen to on Spotify. And it's like still like to this day, no matter what show I go to, no matter who I shoot, it's still like I get that little surreal feeling every time that I'm shooting. Because to think about like, I was literally just a middle school kid taking photos on my iPhone at one point in my life. <laughs> Never thought that I would be able to do anything like that. And um, anyways, yeah, I shot for him. And after the show, I was able to meet him and kind of chat with him for a little bit. And 
one of the things that I, I will always remember about him and just people in general that have the ability to do this is like having the time and and I guess being kind enough to listen to what you have to say and then just kind of like forgetting how much fame they have or you know how where they are in life and compared to you because I feel like a lot of people maybe you know subconsciously or consciously like do that and they kind of like compare them to you and it's like well why should I waste my time talking to you you know kind of thing so um getting to speak to him was insane because like I, I sat there and I and I actually got to talk to him for like a solid I want to say like 10 12 minutes and then and it may seem like very short but like whenever you're meeting an artist like that it's like they don't have much time especially if they're going on a on a worldwide tour and you know after the show people are tired people are ready to get on the bus sleep maybe i don't know yeah um and he has to be like one of the kindest people that i've ever met and um it just kind of reiterated to me like dude people are just human you know and it's like it's sometimes they are exactly how you see them on on social media or and sometimes they're not right. there's been other like uh experiences that haven't been as as cool as this one that maybe have been on the negative side but role model i i just wanted to say that like the experience that i got to like just shoot him and be able to meet him afterwards like he is definitely a person that i respect even more now because of how you know how kind he was and how willing he was so not just me but like other people that he was also you know taking photos with and, and meeting then um so yeah just, just having that connection with with your fans and with people that you know maybe are inspired by you can go a long way and this goes for anybody like for you for me maybe people look up to me maybe people look up to howard like being able to share that with the world and share that with people that are listening is a big part because like i said it inspired me so i'm sure that it can inspire other people you know be just being that person that's like kind enough to take time out of their out of their day to you know speak to you or to listen to what you have to say dude yeah that's an incredible experience i'm super happy to hear that yeah, I was a hundred percent, and so I I just think that you know it all goes back to that that main topic that we've been talking about is building relationships and being able to talk to people that you know you you never know where these people are from or where they can get like where they can give you the opportunities like you said with how you even got started here with Ella like you know uh, did you even know Ella before this like before actually getting offered to go on tour and be her drummer like did you had you listened to her had you known her and this is like you're gonna out yourself if you didn't <laughs> <laughs> oh no i'm outing myself i know i actually didn't i um no i'd never i'd never heard it's funny because like we had uh we had a couple rehearsals and then i was telling a friend of mine like oh yeah i'm going out with this this uh this artist ella langley he's like oh wait uh is this her? And he pulled up his Spotify playlist and had like some of her songs in there. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, this is real. Yeah. Uh, no, but like from the moment I heard heard uh, Ella's stuff, I was like sold. Right. Like, oh yeah, this is this is incredible and like something I have so much fun playing. Yeah, exactly. And so your plan as of now is. Um you still planning like are you still in in touch with her you're still her drummer and and stuff like that yep and uh we got some really cool stuff planned for the year um i can't That's say great. what it is exactly or else i'd get in trouble right it's not announced yet but it will be really cool and i we might be playing some stuff 
around Joplin, Missouri mm-hmm. area, somewhere in the four states. So you should come out and see. There you once go. If, no. if anybody's listening and, you know, once that's announced, once it's released and we have more information, if you guys are inspired by this podcast episode or just want to meet Howard and uh, say what's up, he's letting us know now that he'll be around the four states area um, with more information, obviously, to come once the information is released. But you have a chance to, to check it out, to stop by and, and see him do his thing, see Ella do, do her thing. And I know, obviously, I'll be there. And I'm excited to watch Howard do his thing as well. Um, I want to ask you something that's something that I ask everybody, and I try to ask everybody and keep it a consistent question all around because I want to know what exactly is is something that you would tell yourself, your younger self, um, with the experiences that you've been through now, with things that you've accomplished, looking back at life and just kind of seeing how far you've come. What is one thing that you would say to your younger self um, as words of advice to kind of encourage, you know? Ooh, that's a big question. Um, Man, to to younger younger Howard, I would probably say something to the effect of, um, like, you don't have to, you don't have to worry as much as you think about what people think about you. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I was so, when I was young, I was so caught up in like the tiny little details of what everybody thought about what I was mm-hmm. wearing or, you know, what I was saying or everything like that. Um, so yeah, for, for little Howard, I, I would definitely say like, I think that would help relieve some, some of his anxiety around what people think. Right. And the reason I ask that is because... For us, for people that are on the podcast speaking, um, it may just be like, okay, I've experienced so many things and gone through so many, so many um, situations in my life, ups and downs, to where it puts me at this point where I'm able to say this to my younger self and able to to tell them, hey, like, don't worry about the that much, you know, things that people are saying about you. But for listeners who may just be starting, this advice that you would give your younger self is seen and taken as advice for them as well because it's like Mm. okay well i'm just stepping into this field kind of like he was when he was young right so the advice that i that i look to get out of people is advice to people that maybe are starting that maybe want to get into or maybe people that just are at a spot in their life where they just need some sort of inspiration or maybe they've been doing it for a while and they're just kind of stuck for now yeah and so i'm always looking to inspire different people through myself if possible and then obviously through everybody on this podcast yeah can i give uh can i give one more yes for sure okay i guess this this would be to like um more of a musical thing for younger me is um and i guess just anybody trying to get better at Mm -hmm. whatever their craft is is like get around people who are better than you if it's a little bit better, if they know like something, one tiny thing about something you don't, or if they're leaps and bounds better, like mm-hmm. that is kind of how you, that's how you grow and learn is just being around people that are better than you. Even if it, it can be a little like intimidating or even make you jealous sometimes. Like right. why, why am I not like that? Or why don't I have that kind of status or something? Um, 
but it's it's really important and you can you can learn and grow so much from doing that yeah i agree with that statement 100 percent. and i think that that is one of the things you know that might be one of the most important things for up-and-coming creatives or people not necessarily up and coming, but people that are looking to be better at their craft, um, being being around and putting yourself in situations and, and in circumstances where you're around people that are better than you. And I've had this issue and I've had this problem and I've spoke about this topic many times with different people. Sometimes, and what I've noticed, at least here in this area, is that people don't do that because people don't like to admit that there's someone better than them. And, and, it's, and it's tough as a creator or as a creative in general to, you know, kind of put your ego aside sometimes and say, okay, well, this person is better than me at this craft. But that's exactly what you need to do if you're looking to, you know, improve your craft and get better because you're not going to get better by, you know, staying in the same spot and surrounding yourself with people that you know or that you feel you're better than. Um, so like Howard said, just being around people that are you know are better than you and you maybe you just don't want to admit it or maybe just it's like an ego thing where you just can't but like be around them learn from them it's things that will help you just going into the long run um i know for myself i know that there's people that i look up to and people that i you know i am inspired by and then i'll have like other photographers come up to me and and tell me that i inspire them which by the way is like has to be the coolest feeling ever to know that i can inspire anybody uh, just anybody as a whole because uh, again that's the whole purpose of this podcast of everything that i do is to inspire different people to start doing what they love or to maybe do photography in a more creative way uh, to look at things in a different way um but yeah even i like have to stop myself and say well this person is way better than me and i you know i should step aside and like maybe see if there's there's places or or times when i can meet up with them and just kind of pick their brain, just chat and, you know, and it always helps to, to do that. Yeah, dude. And you know, you know, something else is like, even people that are great at what they do, but aren't drummers have been some of the people I've learned from the most. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, my friend Peyton dollar, right. who's also a photographer. Um, I've learned so much from him. And he's kind of helped me to see like the crossover between crafts, like drumming and photography and painting or playing guitar, like whatever it is, it's a different medium, but it's like, it's the same foundations apply. Right. You know? So like, yeah, you can also learn so much from people that don't do exactly what you do, but are also just creatives, you know, like I've learned uh, a ton from you as well, like seeing your work, um, you know, and, and from back in the day when we used to shoot together and stuff, that was like, you know, those were also like formative experiences right. for me as well. So, Hey, well, like I said, at the end of the day, that is what all of this is for. Um, I have no other reason to start any of this, whether it be Hardscope, whether it be my own personal things, whether it be this podcast. There's no other reason on earth other than to look to inspire and to provide inspirations through the guests that I bring on through the work that we do at Hearts Cove. It's all in hopes and trying to inspire people that want to get into the creative field that want to maybe need that little extra push every so often. Um, and that's what this is for. And so to kind of wrap it up, 
uh, I want to ask you one more question and, and kind of know one of your most proudest moments. I know you kind of touched one in the, in the touring sense when you told us about the being able to just warm up in an empty arena and having that kind of, you know, you take that in. Is there anything outside of music or maybe it could be with music that you think has been one of the proudest moments or accomplishments of your life? thus far other than that hmm let's see i would say yeah okay there is um there is one thing that i i, I think of and it's it's it is music related um but uh you obviously you're you'd remember old nate vanio mm -hmm. um uh, in high school, Nate and I like recorded this album together, and um, like we were so proud of it. We are still very proud of it, um, and it was like such a good time. And we spent such a long time like writing and and working on it, and just like trying to make it the best it could be. Um, and probably like a couple years after we put it out, um, somebody sent us a message on Instagram like somebody that we don't know and um and talked about how like she'd been in this really like tough season of life and like she'd came across this album we put out and she was talking about how like she found that it, it had like led her closer to god in this time that um she'd just really really been struggling mm -hmm. and for some reason like when i read that message it was just like it, even if like one person had ever just heard what we did, like it was worth it right then right. to hear that. Um, and it kind of, it kind of reminded me like, it doesn't matter if five people hear what you do or if like 5 million hear or see it. Like as long as somebody is like touched or moved by what you're doing, then it is like all 100% worth it. Yeah. As long as one person is inspired. Exactly. Um yeah, very very good information. I think this this podcast episode has been the most um informative out of any ones that I've recorded so far, so that's going to be really good for everyone listening. Um also the most uh, I think inspiring and it was good to be able to sit and speak to Howard and kind of catch up. This is also like my first time uh in a while. I I've messaged him and kind of talked with him briefly um over the over the time that he's been in nashville and no longer here but this is our first like actual sit down and kind of talk um and so i'm i'm catching up just as just as much as everyone else is while listening to this so to end the podcast howard i want to know obviously the idea behind dreaming in red is to push people to dream with intent with passion with creativity that's what the color red symbolizes for us um so while you're on this podcast uh i want to know what are some of the dreams that you have for this year to accomplish? Some of the ones that you want to dream with intent and passion for the or goals that you want to accomplish in 2023? Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I'm hoping either like this year, or next year, it'll be able to happen. Um, I'd love to play at the Walmart amp mm -hmm. in, uh, in Rogers. Cause that's where I grew up going to shows right. and that's like my favorite place ever. And I think that would be such like a full circle moment 
Um, and that's where I've been inspired so much by people. And when I, like, I saw, I saw Machine Gun Kelly there, um, Goo Goo Dolls, and, um, so a, a ton of people, but those shows, I was like, oh my gosh, like being there, mm-hmm. I'm always reminded like why I love music. So I think to play there would be such a, uh, such an awesome moment. But exactly. since I'm not like a manager, it's not like I have like control <laughs> over that, you know? So yeah. I think it'll, I think it'll happen sometime over the next year or two. I definitely can see that happening. And I, I understand a hundred percent for us locals or semi locals to what he's talking about. Um, that is probably from Joplin, Missouri. That is probably the closest like big event center. Um, and then we have like places like actual downtown Kansas city and, uh, Tulsa that have like big, uh, theaters and, and event centers like that. So that is probably the closest one that we have. And you know, I, I know going to shows there has always been really cool and I can't imagine what it must like feel like once you actually accomplish that to be able to be on that stage that you used to be in the crowd for, you know, that that's probably that's going to be feel feel like a super insane like full circle moment for you and i i'm cheering you on along the way and so is everyone else here at hearts cove anybody that we bring on to this podcast that we're inspired by we want to be able to see them reach whatever goals they they have for themselves and accomplish them even on my end just outside of hearts cove you know that i'm i'm, I'm always there to to listen to help out in any way that i can um meeting people like that are in the creative field and just good friends in general is is a good thing to have and so um, even on my end, I'm, I'm always there, you know, to help in any way that I can, if there's anything that you ever need. So I appreciate your time and, uh, talking to us and kind of inspiring a few different people today. So like I said, this will be the episode releasing probably on a Thursday or Friday of this week, second episode to celebrate the chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Um, Howard, any last words and on top of that, please plug your social media so that people can check you out. And well, uh, first, yeah, this is seriously such an honor to be on and uh, and talk with you. Seriously, a uh, great time. Um, and yeah, just uh, stay passionate. Remember why you started doing what what you do. Like the root of it is that you mm-hmm. love um, art. So whoever's listening, just keep going. Um, stay passionate and my socials pretty much like Instagram is kind of the main main thing I use. It's just at Howard Nunley, H-O-W-A-R-D-N-U-N-N-E-L-L-Y. There you have it. Please go make sure after you get done with this episode to follow Howard. Um, feel free to message him. Let him know if, if you got inspired by anything you said. If you uh, want to let him know, uh, feel free to message him. I'm sure he, he wouldn't mind that at all. Um, yeah, absolutely. And make sure you guys go check him out. Check out the podcast on YouTube because we will be having the YouTube version of this podcast as well. If you want to see kind of some photos while we're talking about what we were talking about today, it'll be available on YouTube on the same day, probably as we speak now when you're listening to this. It's on YouTube. So go check it out. You can see some of the photos of him performing, some of the behind-the-scenes stuff happening uh, while he's on tour. Make sure to follow Hearts Cove. It is just at Hearts Cove XO on Instagram. Um, we want to be able to share creatives and, and inspire creatives every single day. So go give that a follow. It's just at that Matthias kid. If you guys want to follow me personally, 
and that is it i i am glad that we got to speak to howard thank you guys so much make sure you guys don't forget to leave a review on spotify uh, I think I have to listen to a full episode, so once you're done listening to this, if you could drop a review on Spotify, let us know what you thought, rate us from one to five stars, and honestly rate us, because honestly I don't want to sit here and say, yo, rate us five stars if you guys think our show is a three-star show. We want to be able to improve, we want to be able to take things and take constructive criticism and apply that to our show to be able to improve things. So rate us honestly what you think this this, this uh, podcast show is. And that'll be it for Dreaming in Red. Howard, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Peace out, guys.